five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of I Rewatch iCarly. Hey. Um, we have a very heterosexual podcast today and a very heterosexual episode that we're going to be covering. Okay, just because the episode of iCarly is heterosexual doesn't mean you are going to be heterosexual. That's true. A very gay episode of I Rewatch iCarly, which is nothing new. All right, all right. Very... No, no, nobody said we're going to be queers, <laughs> you. I just said. Just, just said, because. hypothetically. Just because I Carly doesn't mean we're gonna be gay. We got the option over here. However, I Carly very, very straight this episode. In a shocking turn of events. Yeah. I Carly is behaving heterosexual. I know. It's because Neville isn't in this episode. It's very true. The bag has left the building and what has entered is homophobia no bag alert no bag <laughs> alert i mean some would argue a, a massive lesbian did enter <laughs> but it's not the usual one just yeah not the usual one that is true but we listen we can't spoil the episode Mm-mm. no so let's dive right into it i'm sorry so this episode let's dive i was gonna say like a like a diver like an olympic diver like an olympic diver <laughs> <laughs> You have such a way with words. Let's dive in like an Olympic diver. Yeah. All right, everybody. What she said. Step out onto your <laughs> diving boards and, and jump. Jump. <laughs> Put your hands together and dive forward. Woo. Okay, <laughs> this episode Woo. is titled "I Make Sam Girlier." I think you mean girthier, aka I make Sam straight. Oh. <laughs> She, oh, no, she is a girth. She is a girth. She's not a goblin. She's going girth mode. She is going girth mode for sure. She is putting the goblin ways away. And going girth. And changing her gender to go girth. Absolutely. Sam Puckett's transgender? First transgender Nickelodeon <laughs> character, Sam Puckett. Alert, alert, alert. She goes from <laughs> goblin to girth. People are like, those aren't genders. Yeah, they are. Joke's on you, gender isn't real. <laughs> Well, this is season two, episode 14. It was released April 11th, 2009. It was directed by Roger Christensen, who has done a bunch of fucking shit in the iCarlyverse. I want a world record. I hate Sam's boyfriend. I don't want to fight. I got detention. I have a lovesick teacher. And I pie. <laughs> a mouthful, for sure. You mean I cream pie? I cream pie. I cream pie. And it was written by Jake Farrow, who, again, we have talked about plenty of times with I Scream on Halloween. I'm your biggest fan. I Carly Saves TV. And I owe you a better writer, please. But, um, thanks. This episode, it's Miss Samantha Puckett's Birthday. This one I know. This one I will not fuck up. Carly tries to help Sam impress a boy. And Spencer develops an unhealthy attachment to an article of clothing. Oh, and we've got a new bully in town. A bully. A new bully. Not a bully in town. Mm -hmm. I'm scared to go to school. They're going to take my lunch money. You should be scared. This bitch scary. Is that a threat? It is a threat. Are you threatening me? Yeah. 
Are you threatening me? It's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm not going to school. I was promised there'd be a bully there. Anyway, we have to share apartment. Oh, Fred shows Carly his new home bio scanner. Mrs. B got him. <laughs> Carly doesn't care because she's trying to plan Sam Fucking's birthday party. Carly says Sam's B last year sucked and she really wants to make it up for her. I'm sorry. I can't. I want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> I'm just a little baby. I'm just, I'm just a baby. <laughs> Adult student baby voice is literally like a criminal offense. Like we are in bimbo penitentiary. Yeah, like we absolutely got we got locked up while Cersei was speaking during that entire yeah. time. Camilla Cabello, she came, she put her in handcuffs. She's there. I said one word and I immediately went to jail too. That's it. We're we're gone. We're Bella Porsche in podcast form. You're talking about the TikToker? Yeah, that bitch Bella. Not Swan. Oh, Porch. Shows you how much I go on the internet. <laughs> Bella Porsche? Like the Bella Lamborghini? Like the car? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, more importantly, I, Carly, and our lives are matching up once again. As it's usual. Sam's birthday in this episode. It was your birthday <laughs> last week. It was my birthday. Of course, they land on the same episode. How crazy is that? I was very confidently about to say, I'm 25, but I'm actually <laughs> 26. Wow, we're the same age now. You can't call me old anymore. Uh, Come December, hey. you will be old again, <laughs> Miss 27. Well, until then, until then. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <sighs> Um, keep it down anyway i don't even know how to go back into why carly we're so yeah literally literally and all we have is this podcast we're turning to dust as we speak (laughs) we're literally those 30 old white dudes of a podcast yeah yeah. damn um anyway Uh, quick quick move on move on before i think about it too much quick all right all right we're we're young we're we're, we're 23 23 23 We're, we're so youthful I mean, honestly, dude, look, look at our skin right now. We are youthful. We're glowing. Glowing. Every year of my life, I love myself more. I become a stronger person. I exactly. love myself. Fuck, I, I, I fucking passed auditions for the Groundlings. Period. Come on, I live in LA. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, and all come that on. Is success what else that you comes ask with for? age. All right, She's all young. right, all right. She's I'm young. young. I'm young and I'm vivacious. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's continue. <laughs> let's let's get back into the episode. Uh, while Carly's like getting ready for the party, she's like counting like all the goods and foods and snacks she has mm-hmm. and she goes we got five cans of nuts <laughs> what child is eating nuts nuts i'm pretty sure nuts are banned from 90 percent of preschools nationwide you're not supposed to have peanut butter sandwiches in classes because kids are allergic well it's a good thing she's in her home and not in a preschool why are they eating nuts why are they eating nuts because it sounds like balls because it <laughs> sounds like balls oh yes absolutely they yeah. they put nuts in there because of balls but i was gonna say i'm gonna be honest i did eat i ate nuts as a child because my my, my <gasps> no you don't my say father, my Your father my father loves peanuts you can't blame her father gave her nuts i can't blame her 
My father, he loves peanuts. We went to the baseball games. We ate some nuts at the baseball games. What do you want me to do? I just, like, are they like old men at a bar just, like, munching on nuts? Like, what child eats nuts? And don't say you. <laughs> don't say you. I, you are spider's gorge and should not be counted in the evidence. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Never. It's crazy to even suggest that. We all know you're anti-ball. <laughs> yeah. Fred explains that... With his new bio fucking scanner that he got that with just a prick of his finger, he can rub his blood on the screen and get a bunch of genetic test results just on his personal laptop. I'm sorry. Theranos is typing. Elizabeth Holmes Shut the, the fuck chat. up. She's Shut calling. the fuck up. I she was going to make like, that I joke. You guys Are found you logic. Me? I heard you guys figured this out. Where's logic? I need him. I need him. My company's going under. I'm going to go to jail. I literally have the same joke I was gonna say because I saw him roll that out and I was like okay Elizabeth Holmes where are you with just <laughs> one prick of blood and I can figure out all of my genetics this was before Theranos became a big deal too because Theranos becoming a big deal was in 2012 T. they were founded in 2003 or 2005 i forget so it it was a thing but it it didn't raise a lot of money until like 2012 so unless dan schneider had a little dan schneider was an was an early investor in theranos was an early investor in theranos there's no way or or he just also came up with this idea elizabeth holmes watched this and she was like what if you could wait a goddamn minute fred wardo you are onto something onto something get me one of those saeed from lost we've got some business to do she literally calls dan and she's like so hypothetically how did you make let's that say, work let's say that was real did your bio scanner on icarly work by any chance did freddie actually figure out all of his <laughs> genetic codes information like, well honestly what could you even learn it didn't even do anything with, like you're a forensic scientist like you can't yeah. just rub blood on a screen and have it like say stuff no Period. Period. That in my in my expert opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you are an expert and you have to go on the stand and stop. And you're laughing about being an expert. This is my stand right now. <laughs> I am in court. I am testifying to the law. In my expert opinion. In my expert this opinion. This bit from my Carly is not is not it real. Doesn't check it can't out. happen. It, it doesn't check out to me. It looks fake to me. It looks fake to me. We skipped it a little bit, but I wanted to say that we find out it's Sam's birthday, right? And this episode aired April 11th, 2009, which means that Miss Samantha Puckett is in fact an Aries. And that makes a lot of sense to me. That makes so much sense. I can't remember if we've talked about it before, but this episode is where it is confirmed that she is... In Aries. I feel like we have talked about it. I know me and you have talked about it. I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> I black out, so. We have to stop talking off the podcast because it just makes yeah. everything confusing. No, yeah, exactly. We we are not allowed to speak about anything outside of this, so. Uh, Spencer strolls into the apartment in a suit that Sako's brother made for him. And his name was. What was his name? <laughs> Sudi. <laughs> His name is Taylor. Mm. Why is he wearing a suit? For the Mexican ballet. The Mexican ballet. Eater, eater. Not just any regular ballet. Of course not. No. 
no, no, no. It has to be the Mexican ballet. Oh, no. It, it's funny because it's Mexican. Right. Uh-huh. 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 This is funny because I literally just today, I'm using the internet again. Everybody, trigger warning. I'm about to reference a TikTok, <laughs> not Natalie. I oh, just God. saw a TikTok Whoa. of a guy commenting on how a lot of white people use traditional, like, POC names, foods, and, like, other just, like, cultural things as punchlines. Like, he was commenting on, like, some fucking video where a girl was, like, she had, like, a tattoo of some, like, little hamster or something. And she was, like, this is Jamal. (laughs) And my dog's name is Taco. And, like, that was supposed to be the punchline of the joke. And he was, like. That's literally iCarly. That's all of iCarly. Yeah. Throw in a little hobo joke in there. iCarly. Non-white. That's a punchline. It's so so funny. funny. A name that isn't Tyler. <laughs> so funny. Like, it's li- like the punchline is literally, I'm going to the Mexican ballet. Right. And like, it's funny because everyone knows Mexicans cannot do ballet. Exactly. Ballet is reserved literally for Russians. Those are the only people <laughs> who can do ballet. Maybe that's why it's funny. Because they're not Russian. No, I think it's funny because they're trying to be racist. Yeah, you're right. I was trying to take it in a more fun direction, but you brought it back down to earth. No, sorry. I want it to be fantastical. Mm -mm. Not allowed in this. Pretend racism doesn't exist. (laughs) I don't see color. That's you right now. I don't care. I don't care if you're Mexican, Moscow, or ballerina. I don't discriminate. They're all the same to me. (laughs) Except one of them, if I see in my backyard, I'm going to arrest them. The other two might crack a beer with them but that's not because of race that's based on vibes alone strictly vibes. i'm not racist i just gauge based on vibes i'm not racist i'm just an empath i just sense vibes <laughs> i'm not racist i can just feel that you're a bad person it has nothing to do with the color of your skin no absolutely not um we're gonna cut that out because the cops are gonna start using that <laughs> i I wasn't being racist. I was reading the vibes. I was reading the vibes. I sensed I was in danger because I read their vibes. Cops become crystal girls. Like, my amethyst got hot in your presence and I had to whip my gun out. Of course I did. Like, ah. Okay. No more. No more. We can't give them any more. We can't give them any more ideas. No more content. Spencer comes in flexing his suit Mm -hmm. and he starts showing it off to the literal, his sister and her friends and is like, from the side, from the other side, (laughs) back over the shoulder. He shoots them like a little Zendaya look, foot in the air, hips forward, and he flings his pelvis forward. And I was like, whoa, Sally. Penis was flung. Keep it in your pants. There are children present. (laughs) Mm-mm. His penis was flopping. What are you doing with that dick? Can't be slinging it around like that, sir. Put it away. Put it back in the holster. It was slinged and slanged and slunged and it was flying. What do you get out of hip thrusting in front of your sister and her friends that are like 10 years younger than you? You know what? You shouldn't ask me. You should ask Jerry Trainer and Jake Farrow <laughs> and Roger Christian. Jerry Trainer, what? Enjoy. I, you know what? I can't ask Jerry Trainer because I was waitlisted on Raya, so. <laughs> Damn. Somebody get us a referral so we can ask Jerry Trainer himself why he's hip thrusting. I have one referral and they still said, no, podcast, not big enough. Not big enough, girl. That's racist. That's racist mm-hmm. to podcasters. We are an <laughs> oppressed group. <laughs> uh, I am a white woman podcaster. I am 26 years old and I am oppressed because they will not let me on Raya. So that I cannot ask Jerry Train a goddamn question. Abortion doesn't affect me. The pay gap? 
I don't care. You know what does? Not my podcast not being considered big enough for the celebrities on Raya. Now that (laughs) that that hurts is fucked up. Spencer says that the grocery store cashier (laughs) who he always tries to ask out, but every time he tries, she just says paper or plastic. And when he's like, "Come on, why can't me and you just uh, go out?" Mm -hmm. She threatens to call the cops, so he just says paper. Well, guess what? What? She asked him out <gasps> no because way. of the Le Par de Suisse. I don't think that's how you say it in French, but mm. we're going to go with it. No, it works. We talked about this last episode about men being overly pushy and like waiting to win a girl over and how fucked up that is. So I won't spiral, yeah. but I do want to say if anything, shouldn't the suit make him uglier and weird? Why are you wearing a suit in a grocery store? Uh, you know... Great question. I'm glad that you addressed the spiral because I also wanted to address the spiral really quickly. Being like, okay, um, somebody please call the police, actually, because uh, this is scary. Let's not do this. Let's not. No once however, means no forever. Right. Except when I'm swiping on Hinge and I say no, but then they like me and I give them a second chance because I'm like, maybe oh, yeah, I didn't fine. see all the potential there. Right. But that's different. That That is not the situation. However, Mm-mm. let's move on because we cannot discuss this any further. But you know what? The suit making him look goofy, that is a angle I did not think of before. Mm-hmm. I did get Picture. a little bit caught up in him in the suit. So I wasn't really thinking about him at a grocery store in the suit. Yeah. I want so, you to picture like being in a grocery store and you look up and there is a man in a suit. In a full in a full suit. Yeah, like a full suit. And also it's not like a well-fitting suit. I would be a little bit concerned. He is kind of swimming in it a little bit. Also, he, yeah, he's, he's a not a lanky. suit guy. No, he looks he looks wrong in it. He looks very much flannel. Yeah. Also, he's hitting on you, even though you've politely declined so many times and you're at work. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no, very creepy. Very creepy. I don't know where her head was. I don't know. It, it was the suit. It was the power of the suit. I guess, you know what? It's a man, it's a man well-dressed. Much like the meatball. I don't, I don't get the magic of it. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, One we don't, we don't say. get it. I get it. It's, it's a man in a suit. I get it. But, you know, when you think a little bit too hard about it, it's creepy. Fred reads his test results and is like, I'm prone to excessive bleeding. What? What? No, and I'm then not. Carly's like, Fred, look at your fingy. And his finger is literally shooting blood out yes. from like a little fucking incision that the prick was in. Yes. Like literally gushing, like fucking like. It was disturbing. Yeah. It was actually disturbing trigger warning blood yeah trigger warning blood it was just so fake like it it wasn't even really funny to be honest because it, mm-hmm. it was just so theatrical that i was like you could have at least made it like he's like bleeding down or yeah no, it was like like you've seen a little cartoon it's like when you squirt period like food coloring it <laughs> <laughs> okay that's all you needed to say when you squirt you know when you squirt I mean, yeah, I guess. You know, hashtag relatable when you, like, squirt, you know? I mean, I'm be honest. Not relatable to me. I'm not squirting left and right. What's it? Noah Centennial? <laughs> so, you're going to show me how you squirt or what? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was Theranos to Freddy. When are you going to let me see you squirt? But honestly, this did make me feel, like, really gross. Like, I don't know. I didn't, like, I'm not squirmish around blood, 
So imagine a child faints at the sight of blood. Yeah. Faints at the sight of Freddy's finger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of blood. It was a lot of blood. And I feel like people are very squeamish around blood. So you have a great point, too. Like, somebody could have just passed out after seeing that. Like, it was squirting. Fred Fred was using that bitch to squirt. <laughs> okay, well, we're back and we're live on iCarly and they have two pictures back to back. One is of Carly and one is of Sam's cat named Frothy and they morph them together because that is the amazing content that they have on iCarly. I would I would like I would like to say uh-huh. you missed an important part. Why is the cat called Frothy? I did want to ask why it was named frothy as well I oh have no, i have no idea it's it's because it's a rabid cat they said it was her rabid cat named frothy because yeah cats who are rabid you know, foam they f- at the mouth they foam at the mouth however if that cat has rabies it's going to die and likely infect everyone else around it and as we've stated before on this podcast once the side effects, symptoms of rabies begin. You cannot reverse it. You literally will die. You will die. All the modern medicine in the world won't fucking save you. So the second, the second, you know what they say? What do they say? If you were asleep and you wake up and there's a raccoon in your house and you cannot with 100 positivity say, no, it did not bite me, you should get the rabies shot because the chances are that little 2% chance it gave you a little nibble and you didn't you're feel dead. it and you didn't see it. Deceased. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody- Stay vigilant with the rabies. Stay vigilant. That's all I have to say. Stay on your toes. Stay on your toes. Everybody watch it's out. there. It's waiting everywhere. There's a rabid animal coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Frothy. Frothy on, on yeah. his way. Frothy's there. He's not playing around. He's not playing around. I completely forgot that not only is it just like a rabid cat, it's literally like a, like a fucking bangle. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's legitimately like an exotic animal. It's like wild. It's not just a house cat. Oh my god, wait. Sam has connections to the ex- exotic animal market. <laughs> oh my god, Joe Exotic. <laughs> Sam Exotic. Joe Exotic is one of Sam's cousins. <laughs> Joe Puckett is his real name. He changed it to Exotic for his stage name. Precisely. Well, iCarly's over now. No, it's not. Surprise! Ah! Everybody jumps out and yells, happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday, Sammy. It's a huge party. Everyone starts to sing, happy Happy birthday birthday to you. And then Fred yells out, stop, not PD. And then they switch to, (laughs) for she's a jolly good fellow. For she's a jolly good fellow. I love that they got that little two-second of happy birthday. Two seconds. Like, you you could be like, happy. We, we, we didn't sing a whole, we, uh-uh. we, yeah, we, we were we just saying happy birthday. We were just yeah. saying it. Can't huh? believe they got away with it. That's so fucking funny. They got away with it. For those listening who uh, might be under the age of 11 or are very stupid um, and haven't been paying attention, DP, DP. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was a nickname um, we had for someone in college. Um. You are lucky I had a mouthful of fucking seltzer when you said that because you, your mind is in the gutter. <laughs> For those of you who are under the age of 11 who don't know what DP is, that's what you yeah, just said. Dickless pickless. <laughs> Um, for those of you, um, (laughs) you know what? If you don't know what PD means, it means public domain. It means police department. Yeah. 
Not the police department. Switch it up. Stop. No, the PD, they're on their way. They're going to lock us up if we sing happy birthday. But in a previous episode, we I, I believe it was Time Warner owns the rights to happy birthday. So you can't sing it on TV. That's why you people cannot. on TV say sing for she's a, uh, for, yep. she's a jolly good fellow, whatever the fuck, because that's free to sing. Yes, I do remember as soon as the words came out of his mouth, not PD. I mean, not DP. <laughs> I thought of you immediately. And I was like, I can't wait for Cersei to be like, do you remember wow. when I taught you what public domain was <laughs> back in like one of the first few episodes that we had together? You saw Dickless Pickless and thought of me? <laughs> I did. I was like, wow. That's crazy. I know what that means now. Wow. I listened to I Rewatch iCarly and I learned what public domain was. So This is an educational podcast. Mm-hmm. We are back at the Shea apartment. I am in wow, desperate wow. need of money. So please Venmo <laughs> me, please. Uh, Sam's birthday party is raging. Literally, they're drinking out Literally. of glass soda bottles that yep. straight up look like beer and also red solo cups. They might be beer. You, you, I, mean, I mean, honestly, there were no labels on it. Yeah. So maybe they were hiding the labels not because it was soda and they didn't want to re- reveal the brand, but because it was mm-hmm. beer and they didn't mm-hmm. want to be like, fuck, kids drinking on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Jeanette said that that happened in her book. <gasps> no spoilers. No spoilers. I haven't read it yet. Oh, my God. That's sorry, actually crazy. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. We're we're gonna buy the book. We're gonna read it. But yeah, she says that Dan would like make, would like offer her like drinks and stuff. So maybe that's they actually so were sick. drinking. Ooh. That's so sick. That's Scary. so sick. I hope that man dies a terrible death. I agree. I agree. I hope he suffers. Yeah, I hope he fucking suffers. Yeah. I hope Satan meets him eye to eye and says, "You're gonna pay for your crimes, dude." Imagine Satan's just a surfer, dude. Dude. God, I'm gonna be honest. Dude, you're gonna pay for your fucking. I'm gonna friends. rebel against you. That was that was not chill, you. That was like epic, Yo. like not chill moment, and like you're gonna like burn <laughs> for eternity. So like, I hope you're ready, dude. Yeah, get ready for this eternal flame up your ass. Get ready, get ready to catch the waves of the river sticks, my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Cersei and I have shared our struggles with ADHD, anxiety, and depression with y'all countless times, and thankfully, we've both been able to talk to licensed professionals to help us navigate our lives while dealing with our mental health struggles. That's why we are so excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you, and trust me, sometimes just being able to talk to someone about what is going on in your life can be very beneficial. BetterHelp has a broad range of expertise in their network of over 20,000 therapists, while offering video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So, you don't even have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. And, to top it all off, everything is completely confidential. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you will get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I Rewatch iCarly listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. That's betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. So the party is raging harder than the crazy hat party. It is Sam crazier. is stoked because Carly invited Pete. Yes, Pete. Ooh. Sexy Pete, who ow, she ow. loves. And she's like, oh, he just gets me going. 
Ooh. Folks, it is true. Sir Peter Davidson and Sam Puckett have been <laughs> spotted together at Shea Shea. Kim and Pete are over, they and he's moving over. on to Sam he has Puckett. moved on to the yes, bigger star, yes, Sam yes. Puckett. You heard it here yes. first. TMZ has nothing on us. We have mm-mm, the inside mm-mm, scoop. Mm-mm. It we is right first. here. Skeet and Sam, that is cr- – he literally doesn't even need to change his name. No. Like, their ship name is already Skeet. Yeah. That's it. Or Seat. Or just seat. Or or spuppet. Spuppet. Spuppet? Spuppet. Okay, but also, aside from jokes. No, um, this is uh, serious. Yes, you're going. Like, that's like a horny statement for, like, a child oh. to say. Yeah, like, she. That means gets your pussy going. Legitimately said, I'm soaking wet. Yeah. Like, I see Pete Davidson, and I'm soaking wet. Which, I mean, join the club. And it's like, that's a very me statement to make. So, right. like, I commend her for it. But, like, baby yeah. girl, this is TV for children. Like, you can't be talking like that. You can't say that. I'm sorry. Get why am I blaming the victim Um, to the writer? <laughs> uh, big yeah. boy. Big baby Hitler boy. You can't be making a child say that in front of a camera for children's television. Okay, that's yeah. fucky uppy. And yeah, weird. very. And I don't like it. Mr. Pete Davidson is a floppy-haired blonde with a signature 2008 hurricane swoop played by another three-name villain, Graham Patrick <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate these three-name villains. Like, go kill yourself, literally. Yeah, literally. And Graham Patrick Martin, like, can you get any whiter than that except for Martin, maybe? Wait. I'm sorry. Natalie R. Collins, I believe you're a three-name villain. <laughs> I'm not a three-name villain. I have a middle name. Is your middle name not Rose? Yeah. Rose could be a first name. So many bitches are named Rose. Have you ever seen Doctor Who? You could have just said, like, the Titanic. What do I look like to you? I've seen the Titanic once. I've seen Doctor Who a million times. We know who I am. The two genders have a rose again. <laughs> <laughs> the two genders. Yeah, you, Are the you two David genders. Tennant and Rose? Are Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and Rose? Answer down below. Uh, you know what? Let's not go into this any further because I don't want to turn into a three-name villain. So All right. I don't want to think about that. I will take it back. The real, the real three-name villain, Graham Patrick Martin, Mr. Swoopy Hair. He has been in a few things, to name a few. We've got two and a half men. I'm sorry. The phrase, he's been at a few things to name a few. I know. <laughs> I came out of my mouth. <laughs> and now I'm a fucking goose, apparently. <laughs> uh, he's been in a few things. Some of them being <laughs> Two and a Half Men, where he played Eldridge McElroy. Cool. He was also in Major Crimes, where he played Rusty Beck. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Ooh. And he was in Catch-22, where he played Orr. Mysterious. All right. That is a wooden instrument used to steer a boat. Not a name, but okay. Spencer greets this sexy blonde bombshell Ooh. at the door. And spoiler alert, it's not, not me. Oh, oh. <laughs> Not <laughs> you and not Skeet. <laughs> it's neither of us. It's me. Grocery store. Veronica. I hope I was known as Tamian Waukegan Cersei when I was bartending. <laughs> um, and Gib, little man of confidence that he is, mm-hmm. shows up shirtless with a mm-hmm. leather vest over yep. and is like, hey. Hey, baby. You want to dance? And she's like, <laughs> 
why is a child speaking to me? And then she looks around the apartment. She's like, why are there dozens of children here? Yeah, dozens. She politely declines the dance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Gibbs like, why not? Because I'm different. <laughs> Grocery store Veronica just stares at Gib and mm-hmm. Gibbs like, you're lost, lady. And fades away into the crowd. Honestly, Gibby, mm-hmm. so true. Confidence so true. king. You know your so worth. True. You know what you deserve. You saw the hottest Absolutely. girl in the party. It wasn't me. It wasn't Skeet, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. you fucking went for it. And I commend he you for that. He went for it. Yeah. He did not even hesitate. Like, the door wasn't even fully opened. And he immediately was at the door. He said, shirtless. <sighs> I smell pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done, actually. No, I literally, I legitimately need to take a moment, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, dude, imagine you walk to a party and someone goes, like, the way way that you were seeing your microphone, (laughs) inhaling the microphone. I smell pussy. (laughs) That was genuinely terrifying. If anything has put you in jail up until this moment, nothing has been as bad. You deserve an entire penitentiary to yourself after that statement. Let alone it being about Gibb, who's like a 14-year-old child. Listen, he was the one who was on the prowl. I was merely interpreting his actions. He said it. I was just interpreting. Yeah, it. <laughs> come on. Oh God. Okay. Well, I <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> it's just I'm I'm gonna move on from from them smelling puss. All right. But um, Gib, you know, he's like, cause I'm different, <clears throat> and it's like, no, Gib, you aren't different. You're just better than everybody. She can't handle you. You're just too good. I was gonna make a joke, but I'm gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> I think you're in timeout. I was like, yeah, you got a better sense of smell than everybody else. You can sense what's there. He's got a you sixth sense a for the puss. <laughs> I'm sensing some pussy <laughs> in the room. He's an empath for the puss. <laughs> I can just feel that there's like a really wet, sobbing <laughs> puss. That is in like, need no, of attention. It's not, it's not Veronica's. It's Sam's. She's still fucking <laughs> sopping wet from CNC. Anyway, after Veronica is introduced to Carly, she's like, paper, right? And Carly's like, plastic. And Veronica lets out a defeated sigh. And I think that this is like making her bartender coded because as a former bartender myself, this is something I would love to do to people. Like, I would meet them outside the bar and I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is what you drink. And they'd be like, how do you remember that? And I'm like, I remember everything, everything. bitch. Everything. I, I I agree. I also think that it's bartender coded because I think that asking out a bartender is more like likely than asking out like a grocery girl. Like no offense to the grocery girls out there. Yeah. But like meme. I know, like no offense to the grocery store girls, but like asking out like a bartender, so it's like a thing. Like you go to the bar, you ask her out, she says no, you see her again. She says, no, you see her again. She, like, you don't do that to a grocery store employee, you know? You're not drunk enough to have the confidence to be, like, people might. put down so many times. Oh, you don't know. People get, people get blacked out of the grocery store. You don't know their lives. I mean, I guess people are wearing suits there. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. I don't, a, lot of, a lot of things are going on. I'm very uh, grocery store ignorant, and, you know, forgive my ignorance. Well, Veronica's played by Valerie 
Aslan, who has almost 70 different actress credits. Wow. To name a few of those actress credits, she was in Schooled, where she plays Julie. She was in Sullivan and Son, where she plays Melanie Sutton. She was in one episode of Two and a Half Men, where she played Beth. And out of the plenty of episodes that Skeet was in, this one episode she was in was not one of those episodes, which is crazy. He was in a lot. Oh, he was a recurring character? Yeah, he was in a lot of episodes. Oh, wow. But she was also in a show called Total Badass Wrestling, where she plays Candace Crusher. And more related to iCarly, she comes back in a later episode in the episode, I Enrage Gibby. Does she play the same character? Yes. Veronica. But she already has a head start in Enraging Gibby because she already <laughs> turned him down. So, <laughs> Well, Spencer tries to give Carly the, if you need anything, we'll be. But she slams the door <laughs> in his face because it's time to party buck wild yeah. for Sam Bucket's birthday. Let's go buck wild. We go party buck wild. <laughs> Fred is struggling to grab the crowd's attention. Epic beta moment. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing for him. And when he finally does, he yells that it's time for everyone to share some words about the birthday girl. Mm-hmm. Epic Cersei moment. I love making people talk about me on my birthday. Also, this was pretty nice of him to do for his mortal enemy. Yeah. If I was at my mortal enemy's birthday party, I would say nothing. Let's shit in her bed. (laughs) (laughs) Or nothing, I guess. I would just be like, okay, I'm not going to be the one to get up there and start doing shit. I will drink your last Gatorade and leave. (laughs) Carly gets up and says that Sam is her bestest friend and the funniest person she's ever met. And Gib goes, yes, Sam! Ow! Ow! And everyone just stares in silence. And I was like, bro, Gibby is the moment. Gibby is the energy. Gibby is making he? the party a party and y'all are going to be yes. selfie? No, the Gibby phobia is insane because he is just hyping her up. Like, you're up ow, there ow. talking about your best friend. And he's like, yeah, queen, go ahead, go off. I'm supporting you. And they're you. like, awkward. Someone like, with a personality. Ew, the- like, Kill what? yourself. No, literally all of them need to die. Anyway, Carly keeps going after the rude interruption in their eyes. Um, and she's just spilling love for her best friend. And then at the end, they all toast by raising their soda glasses that look like beer bottles and apparently might have actually been beer bottles. Maybe. And they cheers. Cheers. Clink. It's Fred's turn. And he starts. Listen, I got a lot to say about Sam. And Sam cuts Ooh, him off by wink, going, wink. watch it, Fredifer. I was like, nice one. Literally, she should be a pod babe. Like, she's she should. whipping out the Freddyisms. Mm-hmm. Fred continues Even though you constantly cause me both physical and emotional pain, mm-hmm. Sam like forcibly cues some laughter from the audience by laughing really hard herself. And Fred pretends to <laughs> laugh along, but he mumbles, <laughs> Not joking. Um, <laughs> I still consider you and me very close friends. Apparently, mm-hmm. I haven't caused him enough emotional pain. Am I right? Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Fred continues, Sam, you're funny, you're cool, and you're the girl I want to spend the rest of my life with. The party turns quiet. Sam turns to him. You you really mean that? Yes, Samantha. I do. 
and then they fuck in front of all of these extras who are supposed to be their friends from school but we all know that they really have no other friends and also we've mm-hmm. never seen any of these fucking people before no except for Gibby except for Gibby mm-hmm. just kidding he says some shit about her being the only girl he's ever seen knock out a truck driver with a carton of milk and uh he's like Happy birthday, you crazy psychopath, and everyone cheers. Mm. Uh, she's not looking too hot. Yeah. Gibby is up next. He takes his shirt off. I'm sorry. <laughs> his shirt is already off. He takes his, his shirt vest is already off. off. He, he takes, takes his vest, vest off, off, so he's totally yeah. topless. And yes. the kids scream like it's Elvis Presley in the 60s. <laughs> the girls are going wild. Yeah, the girls are like, ow, ow. Like, okay, like, how are you going to yell for him to take his shirt off? But, like, when he says one thing, everyone's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, they're that? like, wait, he speaks? I thought he was just like a stripper. I thought he was just eye candy. <laughs> the, the Fred, 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 give off, give off, give off, massage, give the massage, give the give off, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That the gibophobia, gibophobia, yeah, gibophobia. Let's just stick with that. Too many, too, too hard. He starts his speech in junior starts, high, yep. I asked Sam to go to the dance with me. Aww. So she broke my thumb. A womp womp track plays and we transition forward to a random girl telling another negative and aggressive story about Sam. And then Pete Davidson goes up and begins the roast of a century. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose between the football team or Sam back me up in a fight, I'd choose Sam. He lifts his drink. You are one bad dude. Everybody woos, but Sam is literally about to slit her wrist in front of the party because the man she loves just called her a, a dude. dude. You are one bad dude. Not even a I good dude. Myself too. Not no, even a, a sexy bad one. Dude. Honestly, I don't know how fa- how male female relationships work, so I would have been like, "This is awesome. I'm in." He thinks I'm a bad dude. Six nice. Fuck. We're about to fuck. This was my goal all along. Hell yeah. Maybe that's why I'm single. Um, Gib is walking around completely shirtless, and Carly mm-hmm. asks him if, um, maybe you want to put your vest back on? And the iconic line escapes from his lips. Yes. What are you, a cop? <laughs> Gibby says A cab, period. A cab. This is why, you know, anybody who has Gibby phobia is pro cop. They love Blue Lives Matter. Yes. If you don't like Gibby, you like Blue Lives. You love Blue Lives if you don't like Gibby. If you're Gibby phobic, mm-hmm. that's it. Don't come near me if you're Gibby phobic. You cannot be a leftist and be Gibby phobic. You can't. No, you can't. The two cannot coincide. If you're communist, you, you love and support Gibby. That's true. Not for us, for him. For him. Pour one out for Gib, sir. Pour one out for Gib. <laughs> Pour one out for him. Well, it's later that night at the Shea apartment, and Spencer comes back to an empty apartment and asks, is the party still going on? (laughs) And Carly's like, yeah, obviously. Can't you tell? Everybody just turned invisible after the clock hit 10 p.m. Uh And I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't know if that was sarcastic or not. (laughs) I giggled. Like, I very seriously was like, ha. Ha ha. But Spencer has no energy for the games. His date with grocery store Veronica? Yeah, that went horribly. Carly jokingly says that it was probably because he wasn't wearing the tux. Mm -hmm. And Spencer runs with it immediately and says that this must 
be the reason his date went poorly. And not because he's an artist with no job who just lives off of daddy's money. (laughs) (laughs) So somehow the date went poorly. He's not really sure how. Carly tries to butt in that it definitely wasn't the tux, but he shushes her and puts his entire hand over her mouth and whispers... <laughs> the tux is the king. <laughs> no, because why is her brother touching her like that no. and whispering? No, no, it's, it's no. It's a no for me. It's a no. Literally, Randy Jackson is in the building. It's a no for me, dog. I didn't get it. Didn't like it. I- didn't want to see I it. I didn't like it. I was a bit offended, actually. Yeah. Made no, me nervous. It was, it was very scary. It's a bit disgusting. A bit disgusting. Yeah, don't touch your sister like that, love. That's incest. It is. But also relatable to grocery store Veronica because you know when like a guy only looks good with like a snapback on or something and then he takes it off and he's ugly. Yeah, hat fishing. And you're like, you're like, fuck, like I'm not into it anymore. But then he puts it, puts it back yeah. on and you're like, how could he not be hot without him? Uh, so, yep. well, and then he takes it off and you're like, Boy. It's funny because the next episode, it's about going green. And this entire episode, they're like, plastic. <laughs> no paper. Fuck paper. Fuck the environment. Hypocritical Nickelodeon. How dare you? <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyers. Well, um, we're in the hallway at the school. And I'm in hell. <laughs> With Dan Schneider and Satan surfing on the river sticks. <laughs> And while you guys are surfing on the river sticks, Sam is at her locker with a trash can. And she's throwing out all of her locker belongings, even her throwing eggs. What? Carly, she's concerned about Sam since she's been acting so weird ever since her birthday party. The girls hear a scream in the background. Next time I sneeze, you better say bless you. They turn around to see a seven-foot, giant, grown woman holding a child upside down by his ankles who is screaming for his life. Scream for your life. (laughs) Carly asks someone what the fuck a grown woman is doing in their high school, and I quote, and the kid explains that she's a senior, and Carly goes, a senior citizen. I lolled. I LOL'd out loud. I I lolled too. Hilarious. You know what? Carly's got some goofs and gaffs this one. I'll tell her that. Also, I was noticing Miss Miranda's acting was like peak in this episode. Like I was Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was there good. No flaws. I think they've gotten they've gotten like gradually better at everything. Yeah. So I haven't noticed it, you know? Yeah. And like we used to comment on how bad the acting was all the time, but now it's just better. 
and but there wasn't a stark transition because they I think they learned along the way so kudos to them yeah I think she's gotten better and I think that we've also gotten used to you know keeping the bar low for Miss Miranda and keeping the bar high for the other actors and actresses Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's maybe why we also don't notice it but you know I also think she has gotten better. Yeah. So uh, this seven-foot-tall senior citizen is holding this little-ass mm-hmm. kid in the air by his ankles, mm-hmm. and he just goes, can someone call the police in the most, <laughs> like, polite, unbothered tone, tone of voice, like, zero urgency. Yeah. Just like, can somebody help me? Please? Is anyone going to call the police? Does anybody have Camilla Cabello on, on yeah, speed, speed dial, please? Like, I'm just hanging here. And, like, that little boy's voice was so adorable. And then after, like, she let him yeah. go and he ran away, it was just, like, the cutest little kid. I was like, whose son is that? Legitimately, it was, like, a five-year-old. Yeah, he Like, was she so looked adorable. like she was, like, 25 and he looked five. Someone called CPS. Like, that little boy did not deserve that. Even the actor. The actor did not deserve to be hung like that. Like, Get someone less literally, innocent. Literally hung. Like, we just watched a live <laughs> hanging on fucking iCarly. It was crazy. Who would have thought? I was, I felt bad for him. I, I was, I was scared. Somebody call the police. Please. I'm just hanging here. This is my first day. I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared. Is anybody going to help me? No. Nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to help you, bestie. I was like, I'm about to cry. I'm literally about to cry for this little boy. He's so cute. So cute. Well, Miss Jocelyn, Miss Seven Foot, you know, senior citizen, she is played by Cynthia Dallas, who has had lots of singular episode roles, Mm -hmm. mostly cops, bodyguards, security guards. You know, it seems to be a recurring theme here. What are you, a cop? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Put them up. Yeah. You know what, Gibby? I am. Gibby would be like, ah. Never mind. Nobody called the police. The police is holding me. (laughs) Right here. And isn't that, doesn't that say something about society? Yeah. We live in one. We live in one. That's for sure. Well, you know, a few things that Miss Cynthia was in. She was in Westworld, where she played a bodyguard. She was in The Mick, where she played a cop. She was even in Shameless, where she played a motorcycle cop. Nice. But. She was supposed to be in the WNBA, wow. but she got injured, so she was like, fuck it. I'm going to move to L.A., Wow. and I'm going to be an actress. Wow. And uh, she was also a contestant on To Tell the Truth in 2017, which is a show of mine that I enjoy. Are you an 80-year-old grandma? Whatever. I'm moving on. She was a contestant on RuPaul's Drag You, so she is an ally. Ally! The episode was titled From Boxers to Knockouts, and she was one of the boxers. Swaggy. Well, Carly, she tells Sam that she should step in and help the poor, defenseless five-year-old child, but Sam doesn't get why she needs to intervene. She's not Mm -mm. CPS. She's not the Hulk. Uh Uh-uh. She's not Iron Man. No. She doesn't care. Well, a teacher comes down the stairs to the rescue and tells the grown woman to free the child immediately. She drops the child down and then yells, you irritate me in the teacher's face and the crowd disperses. Mm -hmm. Sam starts to walk to class, but Carly stops her and decides to have a heart to heart in this moment right now about what has been bothering Sam all along. Sam explains that everyone's speeches at her birthday party made her feel icky. And then talks about sexy skeet calling her dude. 
But Carly doesn't get what the issue is. And Sam goes, unless I've got this whole biology thing really messed up, I am not a dude. Okay, I, Carly, discussing gender identity versus being transgender. (laughs) So woke. (laughs) I pick woke moment. Well, Carly is like, chill out. It's just a saying. People call me dude sometimes. But Sam says that it's different. People only think of her as someone who's vicious and a bully. Carly then says the most comforting thing that she could possibly say in this moment. That Sam is vicious and lovable, just like her rabid cat, Frothy. You're just like a rabies-infected outdoor cat. I don't know how Sam didn't actually murder her. You're basically a feral animal. Literally, you're like a feral. You're like a exotic scary cat. raccoon that I scary. saw on the side of the road. Like, yeah, you're cute, but, but also, like, we like... love to, like, see you at the zoo, you know? Yeah. Like, that's it. Just, like, caged up. But, like, yeah. nobody really wants to, like, love you, you know? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you're fun to look at, but, like, if you were in my backyard, like, I'd hit you with a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> mm. Like, I would definitely call somebody to, like, catch you. Mm. Also, it it, like, really annoyed me because it was, like, the, you know, like, the popular girl, like, so fancy. Like, she has no idea what Sam is going through. Yeah. Because she isn't the one that isn't conventionally, like, super girly. I don't, I, I'm not, like, conveying this correctly. Like, Sam isn't your conventional super girly girl that, like, is, like, your conventional attractive mm-hmm. and gets all, like, the guys fawning over her. And, like, it's different when a guy calls her dude. It's not even about her, like, n- not like necessarily being like conventionally attractive it's about the fact that because of that like she doesn't feel lovable yeah like that's really sad yes she feels like unworthy of love because she's like more masculinized yes i think that that's like kind of what i'm trying to get at like i'm not saying everything that i really want to get out but that's kind of where i'm trying to go where it's like because maybe you should try You should try to be better with your words. I'm trying. But this is why I have you on here because you, like, finished my thoughts. Because you, like, mansplain. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes in this moment I need a little mansplain, you know. We need a word for, like, a non-binary mansplainer who's, like, super femme presenting (laughs) with big bonker titties. And uh, 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 splain. (laughs) And uh, splain. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I think it, it's like tough because Carly is trying to relate, but she never will relate yeah. because she is the conventionally attractive one that men see as attractive because she presents as very feminine mm-hmm. and very like conventional as to what you should look like and act like and everything. And Sam, the bitch who has a personality and... Mm-hmm actually likes things and says things and isn't your necessarily conventional uh, girly girl gets called dude Mm -hmm. which makes her feel unlovable which isn't true it's just men don't know what to do with a woman who uh, like challenges them no i get what you're saying and like carly doesn't really even have the vocabulary to say like that doesn't matter. Right. Like, you know, like, this is, like, who you are. And, like, I love you for this and someone else will love you for that for it, too, you know? Like, she, right. she keeps trying to say, like, oh, like, you're like a rabid cat. A rabid cat. Like, you look cute, but who you are fundamentally scares people. Like, that's a horrible analogy to have, you know? Like, yeah. 
oh, like, someone looking at you, like, you're a cute girl, you're a cute girl, but, like, fundamentally who you are is kind of scary, you know? Like, because that's what a rabbit cat is. And, like, that's what her best friend could come up with. Yeah. That's all her best friend could come up with. That's fucked up. That's fake. Sam is so lovable. She will come to the defense of anybody who fucks with her friends. Yes. And we see it in the end of the episode. We see it in all of the episodes. We've seen it so many times where she has come to the defense of all of her friends and done all of these things for her friends. Even people like Freddie where she doesn't necessarily love them bunches. Like if she considers someone on her side of the field, if someone fucks with them, like she comes forward and is like, this is my bitch. Right. I can fuck with my bitch. You can't fuck with my bitch. Let's go. Yeah. You know, like. There's so many yeah. lovable qualities about her that aren't about her being girly. And, like, right. Carly just really has no nuance into that feeling. Ah, annoying. Well, now that we've gone into annoying. some of that. Well, Sam gets real, just like we did, and says that she wants sexy men like Skeet to think of her as just lovable and not a rabid cat. Carly's like, so you want to like change your image and sam is like i want to be more like you soft and girly and weak which i was like it's kind of funny i mean she was kind of weak but first thing i thought of was popular from wicked i want to be popular that song bops. I'm gonna be honest. It bo- it bops. And then I also, at the same time, immediately thought of you know queuing up the classic teen movie where the weird and tough girl gets yeah. a makeover from the popular chick, mm-hmm. and all they do is literally take her hair out of a ponytail and take her glasses off, and she's a whole new woman. Oh my Throw on god. some new clothes, and that's it. Look, my god, I don't even know who that is. Crazy. You're blind now. Yeah. And you're beautiful. Beautiful, and all the boys are gonna love you. But also, me thinks it's a bit fucked that she said, "I want him to think of me as just lovable and not a rabid cat." And Carly was like, "Oh, you want to change who you are fundamentally?" <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I'm in." It wasn't even like she was like, "I've been." I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. I hate my best friend. She could be different. Like, I was just like, you could say so many things. I was like, damn, she didn't even fucking hesitate. Yeah, she was like, zero hesitation. We're changing you. Let's go. Let's fucking She's go. She's like, say less. I've, I literally already have an entire closet ready. Waiting. With your exact size. Let's go. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? I don't even. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Sam mm-hmm. because she's lovable as the gremlin she is. Also, this did not hit home for me at all. I did not feel personally <laughs> victimized by this episode. Definitely not. Uh-uh. You're wrong for that one. Why would you say that? I would not. You didn't say it. I said it. You're I'm, lying. Um, well, Carly, she has an epic Glinda moment and agrees to give Miss Elphaba, a.k.a. Sam, a total makeover that's for the theater kids that are listening to us. Because nobody's ever heard the word Alphaba and Glinda Mm-mm. before. If I heard those, I'd be like, oh my god, what, what is that? that? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, she agrees to give her a total makeover, but she tells Sam she has to commit. Meaning she can't fight or play pranks. <gasps> and she definitely is not allowed to wear boxer shorts to school anymore. Sam is appalled why Mm -mm. carly's like listen if you want to be all soft 
and girly, you got to wear. Don't. I was just going to say, don't say it. Okay, I won't say it. The girls start to walk to class, and then Carly yells out, panties! Sam yells out and rides in pain at the mention of that disgusting word. I like the word panties. Yeah, little panties. I don't like the word underwear. Underwear are not something I want to wear. I want to put a little panty on. We'll put a little panty on. <laughs> That's why your pronouns are she, they, Can and not fully they, though. my panties <laughs> off? Yeah, no, 100%. That's the line. Yeah. Like, if you are comfortable being like, yeah, I'm putting my fucking undies on, you're a they, them. Sam's a they, them. Sam. Yeah. They, them of the week. Sam. Ah, ah, ah. Samantha Puckett. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. But, you know, uh, why are we talking about little ladies? Wearing panties. Little lady, this is just the worst way to spend your birthday. It's 30 degrees Thursday, you work late. Something so dirty, fake love in your Mercedes. Do you know what I'm singing? No. Oh, it's the rap that goes along with the A-Team by Ed Sheeran. But when they released it in America, they took it out. Oh, that's why I don't know it. It's very English. Um, I, I did want to say, one, why does Carly know that she's wearing boxers to school? Why does she know what underwear she's wearing? Because they're, they're gay and she, she takes them off for her before she eats that punane. Oh. She also, Gib is sniffing it and, she's t- <laughs> and he's telling Carly, listen, somebody's got to take care of I this. I smell boxers. <laughs> uh, and also, you cannot... Look me in my eyes and tell me that Sam is not gay if she's wearing boxers to school. Sam is gay. Sam is gay. That's what it is. Sam is gay and she's a they them. And they are a they them. She's a she's a gay gay them. She's a gay gay gem. Gay gem. Gay gem. Um, with that, are you ready to hear from our sponsors? Because I have to pee. Little Miss Gay Gem over here has got to use a little gay gem bucket. Actually, I have a toilet in my home, so I'm going to use the Gay Gem toilet. The Gay Gem's toilet. So let's hear from our sponsors. <laughs> hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and Watch iCarly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What? It doesn't matter what you choose. All will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the Ivory Watch at Carly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code IRIC at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun and you're welcome. You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code IvoryWatchIcarly or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. Everybody, I am holding my three-legged cat who is in desperate need of another leg, but prosthetics <laughs> are expensive. He's going to get arthritis, and I really don't want him to get put down. So... <laughs> 
send me money. We're back at the Shea apartment. Wait, so so did you guys did you guys hear those sponsors? You guys should totally, totally get some of them. Otherwise, Cersei's cat is literally gonna get put down. Yeah, get a vibrator so I don't have to put my cat for down. Go masturbate or this cat in my arms is gonna die right now. <laughs> in his honor, go masturbate. Back at the Shea Apartmente, Carly and Sam are having a lovely dinner while Carly tries to teach Sam manners. Carly suggests Sam should add hearts and smiley faces to her texts to cute boys. Cersei's cat jumps out of her arms. He said cute boys? I'm the only cute boy. How dare you? He said hearts? (laughs) Smiley faces? In this economy? To men? about to like strangle himself in the course that i would rather die than send a heart and a smiley face to a man i know he was like emotion never had it i lost a leg when i was three weeks old bitch no emojis for me all right um carly and sam are having a lovely dinner while carly tries to teach sam manners carly suggests sam should add hearts and smiley faces to her text to and sam hates the idea saying she wanted carly to help her be girlier not turn her into a fruitcake i'm not one of them quiz <laughs> that's what i said this episode is literally so heterosexual so homophobic like first sam can't wear boxers now mm-hmm. she's saying she doesn't want to be an f slur she wants to be a, a <laughs> what was it a, a nut cake yeah well, a not n- nut cake i'm a nut loaf a nut loaf not a fruit cake you bitch she's a, she's a nut loaf not a fruit cake fred busts in the door boom and when sam tells him that carly's teaching her to be girlier fred's like all right i'm out of here girls doing girl things oh fucking kill me am i right ladies <laughs> girls liking men <laughs> i'm out i'm out of here i'm a queer i'm one of them queers i'm one of them queers <laughs> but before fred can make it out alive carly stops him and asks him to role play with sam and be a mm-hmm. boy that she's interested in. Yep. So she can practice what it's like to like a guy. Ooh. That sounds like a lesbian pretending to be straight if you ask me. If you ask anybody. Fred, without saying a word, turns and sprints to the door, but Carly traps him. Yeah. With a pregnancy. With a pregnancy. She said, you thought I was a birth control. I wasn't. Bitch. I wasn't. Surprise. It's yours. Well, Carly wants her friends to role play mm-hmm. while she watches. Yes. So she's a cuckold. Yes, she is. 100%. She is. She wants to watch them fuck. Carly pulls him towards Sam and then tells Sam to pretend Freddy is a guy she has a crush on. Mm-hmm. She shits herself, vomits, yes. looks him up and down, and waltzes over to the kitchen cabinet grabs the paper bag, and throws it over his head. Carly is done with Sam's bullshit, but Sam's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to pretend he's a guy I have a crush on when I'm looking at his face. And Fred's like, I don't need this. Sorry, dude, you're ugly. She doesn't need to look at his face. She needs to look at his dick. I mean, fair enough. I'm not going to protest. I agree. No thoughts. No thoughts, (laughs) just dick. Just dig. Spencer comes home wearing the tux and of spills course. the tea about his hot, sexy Ooh. date with grocery store Veronica and how the tux is major key, major key alert. Wear a tuxedo key on every alert. day. Major key, key alert. alert. Carly reiterates that she was just 
joking, joking about the tuxedo, but Spencer is in deep now and he's having mm-hmm. a conversation in his tux with his tuxy Cootie puppets to speak back to him. Mm-hmm. We pan over to see Sam on top of Freddie. On top of him. Full penetration, fucking in front of everyone. Yeah. Spencer's like, what in my apartment? Are you kidding me? I don't care if my parents Literally. Pay, for, pay for this place. It's still my rules. Keep a PG-13, everybody. You're not even nope. wearing a condom. You're hitting it raw. Oh, my God. Raw. Oh, my God. The, I can't. Yep. That's what Sam's saying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please hit it raw. Hit it raw. Get it right. Get it tight. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, They're wrestling for some reason. Yeah. I mean, pretty much fucking. Because she wants to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. With the bag still on. So she's into some kinky things. Bag alert. Major, Major bag, bag alert. alert. <laughs> and sa- fucking Carly's in the corner like, bag alert. Major bag, bag alert. alert. She's like, cuck, cuck alert. alert. Major, Major cuck, cuck <laughs> alert. My mouth. She is that one, baby. She is. Uh, we are at the Groove Smoothie. Carly Ooh. comes inside and calls back out to Sam. Come on. You look great. Sam finally waltzes in wearing a skirt. A skirt. And heels. And heels. Hair straightened. Whoa. Carrying a purse. A purse. The Wu-Trek is going wild. Woo-woo-woo-woo. She's like, yeah. I feel like a daffodil. And Carly's like, well, embrace your daffodility. A daffodil means something. Limp wrist. Yeah. I don't know in what level it is to a fruitcake and a nut loaf, but it's in there somewhere. Maybe it's a girl version. It's there. Of a fruitcake or a, or a yeah. nut loaf. No. I think it's like to the dudes because like, I feel like chicks are masculine. I don't know. Sam starts sweating. Because Sexy Pete is in the process and his friend just left. And he just broke up with Kim Kardashian. How convenient. His girl is no longer a lawyer. It's Sam Puckett. Hell yeah. Carly shoves her over there and tells her to go talk to the guy who gets you going. Ooh, gets you wet. Yeah. Soaking. Like Niagara Falls. That's what she said. So Quote. Gibby can fucking smell it from across the room. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Skeet lays his eyes upon Lady Samantha and busts a nut. It goes through his jeans and reaches yeah. the ceiling. It does. Everybody's like, whoa. Whoa. Go Look at that. Oh, Crazy. God. I heard about that BDE, but, but not the BNE. <laughs> Big nut energy. <laughs> Send me away. Send me away. Somebody call Camilla. Yeah. <laughs> myself. I mean, we're both just prisoners. Like, we're, we're prisoners. Prisoner. Prisoner. Locked up. Can't get, get you off my, my mind. Off my mind. Wow. Miley Cyrus wrote a song about us? Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Sam can only focus on the delicious borgor he has in front of him. Mm-hmm. Skeet notices no, her eyes gaze upon his borgor. And he's like, do you want the rest? Which, romantic. Mm. But she's like, I'm a girl. I can't eat. And she's like, no, I was just going to throw it out for you if you were done with it. Because I'm a lady. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm done with it. Here, toss it. She literally slits her wrist, shits, pisses, cries, throws up. While throwing out this fucking leftover burger. Yep. Skeet smells something. It's Pussy. 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 Is is that 
pussy. <laughs> it says pussy perfume. Wait, have you heard? Oh no! Hang on. Oh, yeah, the rub, rub, dab, dab. Yes, that's no. Move on. I don't want to speak about that anymore. Illegal. Illegal. No. 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 What? If, you know what? if anybody I'm legitimately a- did that, go to jail immediately. No, I'm the biggest freak ever. I love the way my punani smells because I'm when you're fucking vegan, dude. Your pussy smells so fucking good. You have to try it sometime. <laughs> I would. Never. I'm sold. I, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> say less that's like, the vegans veganism. didn't need any of those crazy videos about like you know birds dying with mcdonald's or anything save the planet oh, you and animal say. cruelty no dude your no, pussy smells your like pussy it fucking smells the crazy water in the most untouched like aqua areas of like europe it like, needs like the water you know like the dasani commercials yeah. but like your pussy yeah exactly and it's like your pussy smells like water drake in the building <laughs> i hate when the fucking tiktok doctors are like your vagina supposed to smell like a vagina like all these euphemisms for it like they're unrealistic and i was like bitch go vegan for three <laughs> months and smell your fucking shit it smells fucking delicious i can't get enough i'm gibby up in my own panties like mm. <laughs> moving on moving on but, but nobody should ever put their punani juices on their neck don't do that no 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 literally no, no. that is for you and your consensual lover yeah and that's it. Only. Only. Like, think think about if you shook a man's hand and it was wet and he was like, yeah, that's my jizz. Stop. I'd be like, jail. You could have just stopped to shake a man's hand, honestly. You didn't have to do <laughs> anything else because the rest of it was more than enough. Anyway, so what Skeet's actually smelling is, in fact, not pussy. Yeah. It is perfume, hopefully normal perfume. Hopefully. Sam's like, why, yes, it is. Would you like to Take have a, a waft up your nose? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he goes in and sniffs her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just, this was weird. I didn't like it. It was weird. Uh, he then asked her out on a date, which I'm like, go, Sam. Get that dick. Yeah. Before she responds, Sam turns around, flicks her nose at Carly, mm-hmm. who flicks her nose back. And then she's like, okay, I'll go on the date with you. Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. She's like, yeah, now that you smell my punani on my neck, yeah, let's go on this little date. Did you smell my pussy? <laughs> Gib just comes running in. I'm like, I smell pussy from across the room. From, from down the, the block, street. From my home. <laughs> That's how potent it was. I know you're vegan. I'm sorry. Dash Edward Cullen when Bella was on her period. <laughs> Jacob when Renezme came out. I don't even want to get into that plot line. <laughs> Sorry, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. I don't want to. Well, so Carly and Sam making the little flick in their nose thing at each other was definitely a little coke joke too. Like I know it's a little symbol, but it definitely was a coke joke. Also, what was literally I agree because what was the point of her getting the date, saying yes, him leaving? There was no reason for her to signal anything. You know, like, there was no intervention. Well, they didn't have to take action. No. And also, also, after, when they reconvene, after Skeet leaves, Sam says, oh, he asked me on a date. Again. So they they do the little sign. And then she's like, oh, he asked me on a date. And then Carly goes, I know I heard. So there wasn't even a reason for yeah, the sign. The sign did like, nothing. It was just a Coke joke. It was like bathroom, bathroom, yeah. bathroom. Lines, snow, lines, snow, lines. Low. Is it snowing? 
is it snowing? Do you know Mr. White? Like, <laughs> there was no point. Like, either you make the Coke joke with, with the nose flick, or you have them say that Carly hurt her. You can't have both. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it worked. The girls are jumping up and down. They're so excited because Sam got asked out on a date Whoa. with the boy that she wanted. Mm-hmm. They're so excited to pick out Sam's date for the Alvante. But first, Sam has other matters to attend to. Mm-hmm. She reaches her hand in the garbage, picks up that burger she threw out, and munches and crunches on it. Mm-hmm environmentally friendly to say the least it, to say the least you know however her pussy is not smelling great after that meat no and that's that on that but i would never comment on a minor's punani so i'm gonna take that back <laughs> we us would never never we're very professional here well we're back at the shea apartment you guys already know what's going on money moolah veronica she shows up wearing a purple juicy sweatsuit hot showing some tasteful skin hotter and is very confused when she sees spencer still wearing the suit not hot especially since they're jogging hot but in a sweaty way hot yeah but not like a sexy way yeah um also, her sweatsuit might not actually say juicy on the ass, but it does have the J zipper, so it absolutely Tea. is a juicy sweatsuit. Tea. Tea. Well, Spencer tells her that she only likes him in the suit, and Veronica says that that's not true, and to prove it, she lands a big old smooch onto Spencer's lips. Spencer, being the horn dog that he is says he still doesn't believe her. So she grabs him by the suit and kisses him again. Spencer agrees to go change and then does the most attractive thing a man can do after he kisses you. He speaks to his tux and has the tux speak back to him like a little puppet. Um, okay, Gamer Girl Who, I don't even remember her name anymore. I don't remember that softcore porn scene anymore. This is the new scene. This is what's going on. They actually made out. Yeah. The Gamer Girl does not even compare to this. No, that was like a... Mm-mm. This was like... Yeah, like they were like ripping their clothes off. The actress that played Veronica was like... I'm going to take this opportunity to introduce my tongue to your tongue. To Jerry Trainer's mouth. And I hope you ask for my number after we shoot this. <laughs> we are where everybody wants to be after a hot makeout session. Of course. In school. Hell yeah. Well. Lady Samantha is in a novice skirt and heels and a live, laugh, love shirt. Uh-huh. While spilling all the tea about her super romantic date with Skeet to Carly and Fred. Carly says she is so proud of how much Sam has changed. Um, Fred is wearing a little penny tee, um, and it says squirrel germs. A.K.A. rabies. A.K.A. rabies. A.K.A. Sam's rabid cat. A.K.A. frothy. A.K.A. Samantha. Before Carly can get too sappy, the grown woman, A.K.A. Big J, A.K.A. Jocelyn, mm-hmm. A.K.A. I hope that it was worth the fucking Jocelyn. Jocelyn barges her way through the hallway 
shoving anyone who gets in her way. Mm -hmm. Did I say way enough times? No. No way. (laughs) Fred jokes that he hopes she doesn't get hungry and eats the soccer team. The gang is cracking the fuck up. Oh, so funny, Freddy. A big girl eating the soccer team. So original. Jocelyn whips around and is like, what are you clowns laughing at? Which what a fucking fire insult for 2008. Carl and Fred right off the bat. out and they're like, no, we, we weren't laughing. Not at all. We were, no, the smile did not go upon our lips, I swear. And they begin to walk away. And Jay's like, good. But Sam goes, I was laughing. Ooh. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. She's like, I'm laughing. It was literally Nikki and Miley at the fucking VMAs. Yo, Miley, what's good? Literally. I was laughing. What's, what's good? good? I was, like, okay. I was like, damn, Sam said I'm wearing a skirt, but I don't give a fuck. I still fight. I'm still a gay gem. <sighs> At least for then, because Big J goes, well, why don't you shut your mouth mm-hmm. before I shut it for you and holds a fist up. Sam is twitching with rage, about to put, put her, in her, her in her fucking place. place. She turns to Carly for approval, but Carly mm-hmm. shakes her mm-hmm. head. No, Mm-mm. she mustn't. She cannot hit another girl for it's unladylike. So Sam turns around and goes, look, I don't want to cause trouble. But Jocelyn goes, I do. And shoves her ass into the lockers. I mean, that was kind of iconic. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, this entire exchange was kind of iconic. I do. But since when has Sam ever listened to Carly before? It's just because she's trying to be a girl like her. It's just crazy to me. Like, Miss Samantha, you started this fight. Go ahead and finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Be be a real woman and finish the fight that you started. That's what a real woman would do. Just put them in their place. Put them in their place. You clearly want to. And she deserves it. Literally. And also, especially after she literally, like, physically assaults her, like, almost kills her. Like, she shoved her into those lockers. Yeah. Not just a little thing. like, like three times her size. Yeah. Like, she broke her fucking shoulders. She broke, like, ribs. Like, she got shoved into those lockers. Sam gets up. Broken bones and all. Yeah. Broken bones and all. Sam <laughs> whimpers up. Weak and feeble. Dragging her bones along the way. And walks over to Carly, who obviously, obviously. controls every action Miss Sam Puckett is allowed to do mm-hmm. now. And asks, hypothetically, uh, how bad hypothetically, would it be if I were to just, you know, just to rip her head off her body? Her body? <laughs> hypothetically speaking, if I were to um obliterate this big bitch, what would occur? How bad would it be? How bad would it be? And Carly's like, listen, you're better than her. Mm. When they go low, we go high. So Lady Samantha returns and says, nice girls don't fight. She curtsies as she picks up her belongings and says, I like your shoes. To Big J before leaving. Ugh. Just kill her. Period. Well, we're back at the Shea apartment. Come on, guys. Venmo's. Send us money. Do we even have to say it at this point? I mean, you guys already know what you to know. do. We're back at the shape. You know, we know, he know, she know, they know. We in this bitch. Exactly. Well, Spencer and grocery store Veronica are back from their run, and Veronica is carrying Spencer legitimately over her shoulder. <laughs> he is about to pass out. Romantic. And Spencer reaches for the water on the table and takes a huge swig. But fuck! It's not water. 
Veronica asks, what the hell is it then? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, we all know it's vodka. Trigger warning, this happened to me. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It happened to me. It could happen to you, too. Happens to Jerry. Happens to Spencer. Happens to me. Happens to you. Well, Veronica tries to remove Spencer's clothing. Ooh. Get your guys' heads out of the gutter. It's obviously to cool him down so he doesn't pass out. But Spencer is fighting her. She doesn't care. Don't take my clothes off. Stop. 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 Don't stop, expose me. Stop. But she keeps going. She keeps going. Sound familiar. She doesn't care. She needs to see what's under the tracksuit. No means no. She rips it off of him. Jesus. It's too late. She can't hear the nose. It's the tux. <gasps> He's wearing the tux under the tracksuit. I smell a tux. <laughs> Well, that was the final straw. Veronica says it's over between them. Spencer yells out in agony, begging her to not leave him because she loves him in the tux. She runs out of the apartment to get as far away from the psychopath as possible. But Spencer has to get the last word in like any white man. So he opens the door and yells out, Okay, that is it. We are over. As if... He had any say in it? Literally, like, this is so typical. As soon as a woman, like, doesn't want them, they're like, no, I broke up with them. Like, that was me. That was my thing that I did. Because I yelled it after her, after she dumped me. I was actually the dumper. Right. Of course. Well, Veronica, she comes running back over and admits that Spencer does look kind of cute in the tux. And then she literally jumps on him and they start making out and fucking in the doorway dude why is spencer getting so fucking pussed yeah like, this is so unnecessary he is and at this point it's not even softcore porn anymore it's literally porn literally come on like spencer is literally a porn star on iCarly. jerry Trina, you're whipping your dick out on nickelodeon <laughs> can you tell us more about that Please, tell us about your dick being out on Nickelodeon on a children's show. Well, uh, you see, uh, it was it was a children's show, so I couldn't show the whole, whole schlong, <laughs> but uh, I still had to get the sexual energy out there uh, with the other actresses. So, here's what I did. So I put the schlong in a sock before I whipped it out, so no one really see it, but they sort of get the image. And that sock, that sock was given to me by Sacco. And that sock went on to be the butter sock. You thought it was butter in there. Oh. But actually. It was my nut. It was my juice. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. We're at the groovy smoothie. <laughs> the gang is sitting down enjoying their damn, damn good smoothies. smoothies. When Fred asks when Skeet is going to pick up Sam for their date. Ooh. And she goes, 815. Mm -hmm. Being all glowy and cute. She got that uh, post-sex glow. Yeah. Uh. Speaking of my birthday that uh, just happened, uh, 8.15 is the time I was born. What? PM2. What What time machine What time yeah. machine do we have that we don't know about that we Which wrote iCarly and we had our lives coincide to this crazy time? This is instead of 11.11, it's 8.15 in iCarly. <laughs> Sam tells them that her date is on Skeet's uncle's boat. Ooh, 
so he's rich. He comes from money. Girl, you were just on a boat like a week ago. Okay, but I didn't own the boat. Yeah, you did. You're the 1%. I am. It's actually my yacht. I wasn't just on a boat. I was on a yacht that I own. Yeah. I'm actually just, like, cosplaying as poor. Scary Jocelyn and a gang of troublemakers walk into the Groove of Smooths. And Kali announces, uh-oh, here comes big sweaty trouble. That was not needed. Yeah. Why are they sweaty? How does she know she's sweaty? She's like, okay, sweaty. <laughs> okay, I can smell you from here, sweaty. Gibby said that you're sweaty. 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 Jocelyn points out the whole iCarly gang, which is made up of two ballerinas in their tech <laughs> stooge. Oh, burn. Oh, burn. Two ballerinas in their tech stooge. Burn. But the funniest part is that Freddy is actually offended and he, like, whispers angrily, like, she called me a tech stooge. Like, yeah, that's what you are. That was accurate. Also, Sam has called you worse. Absolutely. The tech stooge. Get over it, bitch. <laughs> Big J grabs their fries, and Carly's like, oh, hey, those are our fries. And Jay's like, okay, then, you keep them, and pours them down Sam's shirt. Mm-hmm. Carly and Fred are terrified, and Sam is shaking with anger. Legitimately, the Ochoa is, like, bubbling up in her. Yeah, it's like... She's she's about to be possessed. <laughs> Carly holds Sam back and reminds her how important her date tonight is with Richie Rich Skeet. She declares that she is going to handle it herself. Ooh. Carly, Carly gets up with a fury and yells, look at Jocelyn. But the second Jocelyn turns around, Carly like steps back and looks like kind of scared. But she trying to hold her own she's <laughs> like oh carly's like i know you only act like this because you're insecure but ah! <laughs> gets pushed to the ground by jocelyn literally shoved pushed well a little fun fact um carly is using a stunt double here and her name is linda jewel hello linda and she stunt doubles for carly in six later episodes too and she has over 75 credits as either a stunt double wow. or a stunt performer or a stunt coordinator. So this bitch, she knows what she's doing. Wow. She took that fall like a champ because she is one. Like a champ. Fred runs to his lover's rescue Ooh. and Carly is on the verge of tears. Sam looks over at her bestie <gasps> and Carly decides to change her mind. Dun, dun, dun. Sam rip her head off and that was all sam needed to hear jocelyn goes rip my head off i'd love to see her try oh and right then and right there right there (laughs) battle cries and pounces on her bringing her straight to the ground yep sam is on top of jocelyn beating the shit out of her while everybody at the groovy smoothie everyone including jocelyn's two fucking minions minions. who don't do shit but watch (laughs) Sam yells at Jocelyn, tap Tap out, tap out, tap tap out. And she does. And then Sam pulls Jocelyn up and shoves her and her minions out of the groovy smoothie. Sam runs over to the gang and they all embrace in a beautiful little hugaroo. And Sam makes sure her bestie is a-okay. But there's some bad news. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Richie Skeet is standing right behind them no! and he saw the entire 
Sam is terrified that he's going to not want to go out on her. Not want to go down on her. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him that she thought he only asked her out because she was all girly now. And he's like, nah, <laughs> that shit was tight, yo. I don't want to date some daffodil. He needs a girl that can kiss good and snap bones when she uh-huh. needs to. Sam is wetter, wetter Wet. than that. Gibby is running over. She runs. He smells it. He's on all fours. I, I smell wet pussy. <laughs> Your pussy is calling my name. Bye. <laughs> Sam runs over to the eye crew. For a quick three-way. For a quick three-way. That is all Carly has been asking for since the beginning when she asked him to role play. <laughs> please have a little, please, a little menage a trois, please. a little three-way. Can we go to Paris, please? She eats some fries out of her boobs mm. and then walks out into the sunset with skeet. And it was happily ever after. Skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> what a beautiful ending skeet. to a beautiful episode. And you know what? The worst part is Sam found her man, and yet we never see him again. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? What's up? She finds her man that loves her for who she is. Who she is. Fist bump and, and beating the shit out of girls and all. And we never see him again. Same thing Same thing with Gib and her, and his little lady. Never see her again. One-off episodes, baby. Zero continuity. Yeah. What the fuck did you think this was? The streaming age? No. No. No, this is week by week. Episodic, episodic content. content. Fuck you. Don't care what happened last week. Every single new week is a new slate. But you know baby. what? We are going to make continuous the Mexican jokes, the Spanish <laughs> jokes, the hobo jokes, the soccer jokes, the pussy jokes. <laughs> those two. All those jokes. But Sam and Gib having men and ladies, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. They're out of here. They're not allowed to be happy. How's not allowed. Well, we're at the post credit scene. I'm also not allowed to be happy because we have uh, another post credit <laughs> scene that isn't a real one where they just have us yelling. Well, Spencer, Fred, and Sam are all in Freddy's bed together. Three-way was ordered, and baby, they delivered. They delivered, and Carly is in the corner, cuckolding, watching them. Mm-mm. She's loving it. Well, you know, they're all in the bed together. Carly's watching, and they're all yelling at us to go to iCarly.com. So, you know, really, really crazy post-credit scene. Um, not really much to say about that. You know what this reminds me of? What? Everybody should should go to iRewatchiCarly.com, because we redesigned the website. We did. And by we, uh, we mean Cersei. Yeah, by we, I mean me. <laughs> well, this week's pod babe of the week is at Miranda Cosgrove's pet dog. Nice. On TikTok. Woof, woof. They were making us some lovely TikTok videos. Hell yeah. And tagging us in them. And also, they had my back personally uh-huh. when I had some haters <gasps> on my TikTok that I made. They were standing up for me. So shout out to you, Miranda Cosgrove's pet dog. This one goes out to you. Hell yeah, Miranda Cosgrove's pet dog. Pour one out. Pour one out. This one's for you. Okay, the next episode, I Go Nuclear. When? Two weeks. Two weeks. See you there. I hope you're there. We hope you're there. All right, ready, Natalie? Three, two, one. Bye! Bye!
If you love iRewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at iRewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.